I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome. That's the theme tune by Caleb Womble. It's not Caleb Womble, is it? It, uh, the music is by um, Caleb Womble. Caleb Womble's the producer. Is that a real man? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. how I remember the music. Caleb Womble. Caleb Womble. Caleb Womble. Caleb Womble. Um, try it. Sing it to yourself next time. Bear McGreary is the uh, man who's, pro- who's who's composed all the music for The Walking Dead, beginning Ooh. to bloody end. Um, it's hard. That's a hard theme tune to sing, though, isn't it, actually? It's not yeah. ideal. <laughs> that's right, and it's brilliant. It's one of the best. Mm. Welcome to yeah. um, the Box Set Pod. This is Howell and Jamie. And uh, yeah. this is really a message to the regulars um, to say things are going to take a little uh, diversion for the next few weeks, I'm afraid. We are going to focus the efforts of the Box Set Podcast solely on the next series of The Walking Dead. Series 8, Season 8 of The Walking Dead, which Mm. is about to land on your machines uh, on Sunday, I think. Yeah. Um, So, for every episode... What's that? Is that your wife in the background? Chattering away. No, it's, uh, it's an advert on my laptop. I've oh, just disposed cool. of it. Oh, but it pop-ups. We'll be, uh, we'll be talking about The Walking Dead for the next few weeks, every episode. Fingers crossed yeah. we will be getting on the back of. It's good timing, this. Uh, my wife and I have watched almost every episode of The Walking Dead in the last two weeks. Oh, wow, you've been back through it. Back wow. through it. Sarah's never That's watched impressive. it before. So we're, Does she like it? Yes, very much, very much. And it's great to go back and watch it. Matt Wanless... I imagine it's better, yeah, to watch it as a binge thing, really. Yeah, Matt, our regular Matt Wanless recently said um, that he was enjoying watching it again. And it's the, the themes that are set up and the characters and stuff goes way back to the start. Mm. Like, the, the writing on this thing is brilliant. I, I enjoyed it when I first watched it. I have a whole new respect for it now yeah but I would say I would say this I think the last series was a little bit weak I think it's one of the weaker series and I think that they that's been acknowledged slightly by the cast and it has definitely hit the ratings not that massively hard they're still great ratings but they did they did take a hit for season 7 let's discuss that then why what is it that you're looking for what do you want from this series or what do you don't want Because, one thing I'll say is, Series 1 had six episodes in it, right? Series 2 had uh, more, but not Mm. as many as we've ended up with. And in order for them to fill that many episodes, you've got to have all these bloody flashback stories and stuff. And what about the the people who live on the trash heap? I mean, Jesus. I mean, what are they? What is that? They're like some sort of... It's like some drama school performance of the the um, dystopian future. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it's and, and really, in the timeline, why do they talk things? like that? Yeah, and in we the t- want gun. 
This is this is like um, Judith is only like three years old by this point, yeah, three or four. Yeah, I know. And suddenly people have lost. So in three and a half years, people are now living in a rubbish tip, speaking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I know it's like that film now. <coughs> Ridiculous. Um, and yeah, they are, are, are really weird. And the you know what we're hoping for is first of all, Negan as a character was a bit of a disappointment. I found at times in season seven, I actually feel like the governor was a better bad guy. Remember the governor Howell? Oh, hang on, you're saying the governor David Cassidy was, Morrissey Morrissey was better than I think. As a, he was a he was a more rounded villain. He was a more rounded and more had more depth to him than the Negan character that they've portrayed so far. I want to see Negan properly developed as a bad guy. What? I feel like he's just been a bit of a, a bit of a caricature, a bit of a pantomime villain with a, a couple of, you know, mannerisms thrown in there that are, are a bit annoying. I think to be honest, you sir, don't know what the hell you're talking well, about. Well, well, what the we... hell are you talking you... about? Because right, Negan was built up to be this great character. His arrival, the comic books uh, people talked about how exciting it was. Negan arrives to the big fanfare at the end of season six with his baseball bat. Yeah. And it's just like, all he does is like talks really slow and just bends his back and just looks really casual. And then it kills you with an iron. I mean, it's like, it's just, yeah, I don't, I didn't feel iron. like it was just it felt too like it kept doing the same things and it just felt really like this this isn't a, this isn't it's a two-dimensional bad guy like where's the where's the meat and two veg of this character you know with the governor you had his whole backstory of his family and how he tried to relive, relive you know, re, revive his daughter and there was a it was a lot more kind of going on there with him and and it made him eviler. It made him more threatening. Whereas Negan is just a just a bit of like a show off knob cheese. Am I right? No, no, you're not. Cassidy, I want him to be better. Cassidy was a fine performance. <laughs> What's his name? Chase. His name was Morrissey. Morrissey. David Morrissey as <laughs> the governor. Uh, no good at, uh, number one I've watched The Walking Dead twice and I still can't get all the character names right never mind the actors so mm. um, but but you're wrong you're just wrong on, on the second watch you see I think this he transcends all the other baddies he's worse than all the baddies because he breaks the fourth wall with us right he goes for example if a character walks up like the, the the vicar walks up to him first time he meets the vicar mm. and he's big smiling at him and says are you here to pay your respects and he goes he says something like whoa look at you with your big smiling face and your annoying chin or whatever and it's like what you've thought is so delightfully evil through what you've thought as a viewer is annoying about certain characters Negan just points at it you know and just go, oh, look at you, Rick, with your furry face or whatever. And I think that unsettled you the first time you watched it. I think the second yeah. time you watch it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that. I really don't. Well, you know, I hey, I'm I hoping. He's brilliant. Yeah, I think I'm he's, hoping for more. I'm hoping for more. I think he's knocking it out of the park. And I would recommend going back and watching it. I think the other problem is that once they start spreading out the series and... Um, going into so many bloody backstories and trash people and all that when you are binging it like sarah and i it's great you get through it the difference between that and waiting a week is really yeah, really exactly. 
palpable. And, and, you, and you know what? I think that is a problem. I think they dragged out too many episodes where they just had Negan wandering around trying to look malevolent. But and and that kind of but this is the lost, thing he that, lost his threateningness through doing that because he tried to drag it all out a bit. That's what I remember it as, but I don't. But it isn't. Mm. Uh, I, okay. it, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't feel like that when you watch it again. In fact, you kind of totally get, apart from his evilness at, the, uh, 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 as, at his entrance, you kind of get his character and where he's coming from and. He's a, he's a delightful character whilst being a complete and utter psychopath mm. at the same time. Well, I, I want him to be... I, I see potential. I want more in season eight. I like that there's an all-out war. I think this is exactly what the series needed, a real proper epic encounter between good and evil. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and I think that's one of its big strengths. I love the trailer for this new series. It got me excited. Yeah. Um, so, and I like the joining of all the different tribes, mm. the hilltop people, you know, it's, it's, it, it excites me. I like, um, as I like some of the extra characters they've added. So I, I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to the new series. I feel like the, they're, they're going to get it back on track. And, and I around. feel like now I've watched it again, that it perhaps never went off track. Other than really? the garbage okay. tip people, other than, yeah. <laughs> other than the fraggles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's what's good about the new series is it's not even reliant on the zombies anymore. Like, the zombies are almost just the decorate, you know, they just decorate the background. They're just scenery, aren't they? Just, yeah. They just wander around. Now it's about human beings fi- fighting for humanity, fighting for what's left of the good and the decent. That's what's exciting. Here's what I'm, I miss now, having, having gone and reviewed, though. That first couple of series, it had such a plot to it. So, mm. um, you know, going to the house, going to the farm, going to the prison, yes. going to the ICT or whatever it's called, the the, the emergency centre, whatever it's called in America, um, when they fight, they learn about the science and all of that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Those things are great. It is really nice to have mm. that plot. The... The things about life and survival and viruses, like the themes that run through this thing are phenomenal and they're really, really well written. It's it's so much better written than I remembered. It, mm. it, it's it's not a gimmick show. This is a great show. This is a better show than Game of Thrones. Yeah, I said it. Oh, this is a better show than Game of Thrones. That, well, you're bang wrong. There, no, no, I'm not. This think you about are. this. They've essentially got everything is in camera on this. There's no the the cast will cost cost a lot, but the budget is small, right? It's it's a piece that is entirely reliant on the de- on debating what it is to survive and what it is to build a society. They've made an entire eight series out of that. That's yeah. it. I mean, I like Walking Dead, and I don't want to get into a, a slangy match with Game of Thrones. But if you gave me a choice, uh, what one series to take with me on a desert island with a DVD player and a TV, I would take Game of Thrones. But that doesn't mean I, lo- I don't love Walking Dead and want it to be excellent and feel like it has done some incredible things. You're right. There's some brilliant themes that the show has explored over the last seven series. But last series was a drag. 16 episodes split into two parts is a lot to take on board. That's their issue. 
Well, I think any new listeners to this podcast are going to be siding with me straight off the bat. Mm. Straight off the bat. In fact, well, not necessarily siding with me, but disliking you, definitely. <laughs> so, fans of The Walking mm. Dead, welcome. My name's Howell. He's Jamie. He prefers Game of Thrones. I and still love Walking Dead. <sighs> Big time. I'm not sure you do. You've just criticised Negan, for God's sake. Yeah, but with good reason. I'm not the only one. I've spoke to other fans. They're out there. Whatever. They know Negan. I know Negan's got potential to be a great bad guy, and you I think this Negan. series will you know see no, it. You know no Negan. You, you know nothing about Negan. You know nothing about Negan. We know nothing. The problem is, you know, if anyone needs a backstory, I'd love to see Negan's backstory. Give me that season eight. Your Negan knowledge is dreadful. That's that's it. Um, okay. And I suggest that you... Uh, why don't you go back and, you know, lead into this over the next couple of days? It's not like you've got anything else to do. Yeah, I've just got a, a, a sick child. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, oh, I will actually. Yeah, it could tell you everything you need to know about how to treat that child if it gets bit by a zombie. It can, it can survive if if it gets bitten on the arm, chop his arm off quick, and you'll be sorted. I mean, that, that always bothered me as well. They called the child Judith. I mean, come on. Yeah. Bit of an old name, isn't it? Yeah, but, you know, part of it's... Shut up, Daenerys. Okay. Yeah, anyway, I love The Walking Dead. I can't wait for season eight. I know that they're going to turn turn it around, bring it back. We'll see. We will okay. see. But uh, I've got a feeling the trash people haven't finished yet. Who's going to kill Negan? Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's going to even die this series. I'm not sure. Yeah, this is the one. Because this will be the one where Andrew Lincoln buggers off as well, I reckon. Do you think they're both going to die? I don't know if he'll die, but I don't know how long Andrew Lincoln will stick around for now. I don't know if the show can work without him. He's going to have to. That man, when you watch what he's done, he's worked in the sunshine early in the morning, covered in blood, sweating. It's like everyone in that series gets fitter by series three because all they're doing is physical stuff. (laughs) Poor guy. If you were paid as much as him... And you were now, what, 50? Take a load off. Just take the money and run. That's oh, what you're yeah. I hope he yeah. doesn't. But if he I did hope do he doesn't. that, there's rumours that it's set up perfectly, he said in an interview, it's set up perfectly for Carl to take over, right? Well, yeah, it no, is. I, I don't but know. Michonne there is someone who could take over. Um, I don't want any of them to die. I don't want, I, I can't, I don't want any big characters to die. Daryl, he's the one who's got to carry on. I'd watch Daryl do it forever. Well, Daryl, they'll never kill Daryl because Daryl is beloved. Mm. This guy is a hero he is. across the, the, the nation yeah. of America and the world. That's right. So he ain't going nowhere. But yeah, maybe they will kill Rick. And if they do kill Rick, it's a big step in the wrong direction, in my opinion. Let's hope they don't go that far. Let's hope. And we'll find out next week. Tell them how to do their job. If you'd like to email us, our email address is studioattheboxsetpod.com. That's studioattheboxsetpod.com. Jamie's child should be less ill by last week, making Jamie less tired. I should be less ill. You may be able to tell I sound like shit because I feel like shit. And we'll be back next week having fought these viruses to talk about the virus landscape of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Join us. Episode 1, Season 8.
Let's discuss. A spoiler for loads of spoilers. Loads of them. Bye now. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.